Welcome to the Burn Your Mortgage Podcast, a Canadian real estate podcast that shows you how to pay off your mortgage sooner and live well while doing it. Now, here's your host, Sean Cooper. Welcome to the Burn Your Mortgage Podcast. I'm Sean Cooper, and it's great to be back for another episode. On today's show, I'll be talking to Robinson Smith. Robinson Smith, financial strategist and author, reveals how Canadians can mitigate the challenges that homeowners face in raising their families, raising their net worth, and raising their level of financial security in the face of rising costs of life. Robinson, a consultant with over 15 years in the investment industry, creator of a number of financial education courses, and the author of Master Your Mortgage and Retire Ready, The Smith Maneuver, is dedicated to increasing Canadians' awareness of personal finances. In my interview with Robinson, we discuss why The Smith Maneuver is more relevant than ever before, why you should work with a Smith Maneuver Certified Professional SMCP mortgage broker instead of doing it yourself, and why home financing has very little to do with the rate. Before we get started, I just wanted to provide you with a quick update on the podcast. I've realized it's been quite a while since I released an episode. I decided to take a break from my podcast to better focus on my full-time job as a mortgage broker. However, I miss the podcast a lot, so I'm excited to announce I'll be releasing new episodes again. I hired a podcast editor to help me. You'd expect all new episodes of the Burn Your Mortgage podcast in the coming weeks and months. I recorded this interview with Robinson Smith a while ago. Most of the information is still relevant, but some things have changed. Mortgage rates are no longer as low as they once were. The question I get most often is, does the Smith Maneuver still make sense? The answer is a resounding yes. When rates are low, we have more money to invest, but we receive a lower tax refund. However, when rates are higher like they are right now, we have less to invest, but we receive a higher tax refund, so things even out. Not to mention, with markets down, it's a great buying opportunity. You're able to buy solid long-term investments while they're on sale. These are just a few of the many reasons why the Smith Maneuver still makes sense today. Now that I've gotten our extended intro out of the way, back to our regularly scheduled program. Without further ado, here's my interview with Robinson Smith. Hi, Robinson. How are you doing today? I'm very well, Sean. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks. It's wonderful to have you back on the podcast by popular demand. Your episode on the Smith Maneuver was one of the most downloaded episodes in the history of my podcast. So it's wonderful to have you back on the podcast again. Well, that's great news. It's great to hear, Sean. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Perfect. Well, let's get started then. So for anyone who hasn't listened to the first episode that we did together on the Smith Maneuver, can you briefly tell the listeners about what the Smith Maneuver is and its benefits? Yeah, sure. So I think we went over the Smith Maneuver in depth in the original interview that we did, Sean. So yeah, just a quick one here. Basically, in Canada, when we borrow money from the bank to buy a house, when we get our mortgage, the interest on that loan from the bank is not tax deductible. Unlike our American cousins, they can deduct the interest on their mortgage on their principal residence, but we can't here in Canada. 
Now, conversely, when we sell our principal residence, we don't have to pay capital gains on any gain, that improvement in value that our house has seen, but the Americans do. However, the Smith Maneuver, what this accomplishes is it converts your non-deductible interest on your principal residence mortgage to tax-deductible interest. And we still do not lose the capital gains exemption when we sell our home. So now we're getting the best of both worlds. We're getting a tax-deductible interest on our principal residence mortgage, and we're tax-exempt when we sell the property. The way the, the strategy works is if we have the appropriate financing on our home, the appropriate type of mortgage, it's called a readvanceable mortgage. And there's many out there, uh, Manulife, Scotia, MCAP. There's a lot of different readvanceable mortgages, but it's a specific type of mortgage where the bank is willing to pretty much always have you owe them the amount that you initially borrowed. So the way it works is typically there's a line of credit which is attached to what we think of as a mortgage, this typical amount that we're going to pay back over the course of 25 or 30 years and pay a specific interest rate on. When that principal balance that we owe our mortgage is reduced by the mortgage payment that we make, you know, some of that payment goes to interest, some goes to principal. But let's say on a $500,000 mortgage, our first mortgage payment reduces that mortgage balance by $1,000 to $499,000. The line of credit, which is attached, if you will, to this loan portion, this amortizing loan portion, the limit will increase pretty much dollar for dollar. So when we pay it down by $1,000, we can borrow back $1,000. Now, many Canadians already have this type of mortgage. They may not realize it, but in this case, they're already set up to implement the strategy. Some will not have this type of mortgage and need to refinance into it. A lot of Canadians that do have this type of mortgage, they'll get their mortgage statement and they'll see, oh, a line of credit. Oh, I've got $1,000 available. Great. I can go buy a fancy car and make a monthly payment. <laughs> or I can borrow this out and spend it on lifestyle, go on vacation. And so in this instance, we're looking at wealth destruction because we're paying down one non-deductible loan on a monthly basis but we're borrowing back non-deductible debt on the other to buy consumption items, depreciating assets like cars, vacations. And so our total debt is remaining the same. It will always be forever more 100% non-tax deductible. We're buying assets which decline in value. So we're not doing anything for our improvement in our financial security. But with the Smith Maneuver, when this $1,000 becomes available, you pull it out and you invest it. The CRA says if you invest with a reasonable expectation of generating income, you can deduct the interest on that borrowing. And so we do this on a monthly basis, 1000 down, 1000 gets pulled out, and I invest it month one, month two, month three. So my total debt is maintaining a constant balance, but I'm converting 100% non-tax deductible debt to 100% tax deductible debt. And I'm accruing assets, which in all likelihood are going to increase in value over time because I'm borrowing to invest in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, investment, real estate, my business, your business, a whole bunch of different things where we can borrow to invest and the interest is tax deductible and these, these assets are going to increase in value. So this is wealth creation. So it's very important to understand the two types of debt. But when implemented correctly, the Smith Maneuver provides three benefits immediately and they accelerate over time. And that is I'm reducing my tax bill because I'm generating tax deductible debt. So my, my tax bill is lower and, and I get a tax refund. I get a tax refund at the end of the year, and I take this tax refund and I prepay my mortgage. And then I borrow that out amount, that amount out again and invest it. So I'm reducing my tax bill because I'm able to prepay my mortgage on at least an annual basis with money that otherwise would not exist. I'm out of that expensive non-deductible mortgage faster. I'm prepaying it. So I'm reducing my tax bill. I'm getting rid of my mortgage faster. And I'm accruing assets now on a monthly basis, investment assets, 
which otherwise I wouldn't be able to accrue. And it doesn't cost anything from the homeowner's pocket. It's simply restructuring what they've already got going on, what they, the money that they're already outlaying. It's restructuring it and putting it to, to work for them. Well, it sounds pretty amazing. I mean, sign me up. I wish I had have done the Smith Maneuver with my mortgage originally when I had it there. I mean, I really like the fact that like it's such a struggle for Canadians to be able to pay down their mortgage, especially with how high home prices are these days, and to save towards retirement. And the great thing that I like about the Smith Maneuver is that it doesn't require any additional cash flow because it's nice to have a paid off house at the end of the day. But if your house rich and cash poor, then as we've mentioned in the past, you have to take reverse mortgage and you're always indebted to the bank. So I definitely really like the fact that you can kind of have your financial cake and eat it too by paying down your mortgage sooner, saving on interest, and it doesn't even require any additional cash flow to build up this investment portfolio. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, you definitely convinced me about all the benefits of the Smith Maneuver. Now, you may have heard of a little thing called COVID-19. I'm not sure if you've heard of it or not, but certainly I think it's been on the mind of a lot of Canadians the last year or so. So can you tell us, Robinson, why is the Smith Maneuver more relevant than ever today in the current COVID-19 times? Well, you know, in the best of times, we Canadians have two very important financial goals. One is to eliminate our mortgage, get rid of it. It's expensive. It's non-deductible. We want to get rid of it as fast as we can, and rightly so. But the other important goal we have is to start saving for our retirement. You know, we want to put money aside for our future. We don't want to have to sign up for a reverse mortgage, as you mentioned. We don't want to be financially reliant on our children. We don't want to have to work in retirement. But the decision of which of these goals we attack first is made for us, not by us. Many Canadians are making six-figure incomes and still finding it difficult to keep their head above water. And if we don't invest for our future, you know, put money aside for our retirement, nobody cares. But if we don't make our mortgage payment, somebody does care. They're going to come knocking on our door. And soon enough, that door isn't going to be ours anymore. So we Canadians focus on eliminating this mortgage balance at the expense of not getting invested for our future. So the Smith Maneuver allows both of these to happen simultaneously, again, with no new cash out of the homeowner's pocket on a monthly basis. But when we're faced with difficult times, all of this gets more difficult, right? There's a lot of economic uncertainty out there. You know, we've got pension insecurity, we've got high taxation, and that's not going to go down anytime soon, right? We pay more in taxes, your typical Canadian, than we do on food and clothing and shelter combined, the basic necessities of life. Wow. So we need to do something. There's a lot of uncertainty. There's, the people, are, people are getting concerned right? Pension insecurity. We've got pensions moving from defined benefit to defined contribution. So instead of now knowing what we're going to receive when we receive our pension, if we even have one, all we know now is what we're putting into it. We see news of this happening all the time. This is to the benefit of the employers, not the employees. So when times are difficult, everything is more difficult. And, you know, Canadians need to do something. They've always needed to do something. They've always needed to take action to improve their financial security, but now more than ever. So while there may not be, you know, talking about taxation, while there may not be anything that we as, as, you know, your typical Canadian can do about the tax rates that we're paying, there most certainly is something that we can do about how much tax we pay given those rates. So with taxes, you know, consistently in the top five or six highest tax paying countries on the planet, we need to do something. And so reducing our taxes is something that's readily available to the Canadian homeowner. 
and we see a lot of other benefits. You know, we're putting money aside for our future, and that feels good when we're uncertain about what's going on, what the future, what the future holds. We're reducing our tax bill. That's great. We're getting rid of this expensive debt, as I said, much quicker, and we're putting money aside. No new cash flow from our pockets. You know, debt is difficult to get rid of. We have debt for a number of very good reasons. Like I said, these high taxes, these high expenses we pay, our, our mortgage takes a big chunk of our paycheck. So if we're able to reduce our tax bill, if we're able, we're able to get rid of this expensive mortgage debt faster, if we're able to put money aside, we feel much better about our financial security, much more relaxed, right? And you know, not just talking about money, if we're more relaxed because we feel more financially secure, we, we do better off in our relationships as well. So you win all around. It's important to take action regardless when times are good or times are tough, but even more so when times are tough, as they are now. No, you've summed it up really great, Robinson, and especially with COVID-19, like I'm sure a lot of Canadians have taken on additional debt. So that makes the Smith Maneuver even more relevant. And certainly, like with our government, it's definitely been very supportive of Canadians to help get us through the rough times of COVID-19. But you think about all the debt that the government's taken on. And I mean, I'm sure the government would like to kind of give the impression that the Canadian economy is going to grow its way out of all this debt. But I mean, I don't know what the future holds. It makes me think that taxes are going to be raised substantially in the future, especially with all the baby boomers retiring and like fewer Canadians paying into stuff like CPP and all that. So it seems to me that taxes are just going to continue to go up in the future. So I'm not sure why you wouldn't want to do the Smith maneuver. Like it definitely seems like my tax bill is going to be going up uh, pretty much every year in the future. Well, yeah, you know, and, and you mentioned that an increasing number of Canadians are going to be faced with higher debt because of the situation we've seen over the past year and a bit. That being said, we're also seeing Canadians who have increased savings because they haven't been able to go on vacation or they haven't been traveling or driving or spending. So in both cases, the Smith maneuver can be very effective. If we've got consumer debt that we built up because we've been laid off or we, you know, we haven't had the income uh, that we usually have, if you go and get refinanced so that you can implement the Smith maneuver, you can consolidate this expensive debt that you have into your mortgage and convert that consumer debt into investment portfolio, right? And your results on the Smith maneuver improve. Now, if you've got a buildup of savings because you haven't been spending, that can also help because now you can implement the debt swap. You can take your cash and you can prepay your mortgage, reborrow that and get it invested. And by these big prepayments, you're out of that mortgage even faster. So, you know, increased taxation coming, this insecurity, we've got more debt or we've got more savings. Any way you look at it, if I can reduce my tax bill, if I can get rid of debt faster, if I can start investing now, regardless when times, if times are tough or not, I'm going to be better off. And a better off Canadian is better off Canada. No, very well said. I agree completely. So perfect. Well, I understand you've been pretty busy over the last while. You're always busy, Robinson, but understanding that you've been busy launching something very helpful for Canadians looking to implement the Smith Maneuver. So can you tell the listeners what you've been up to in terms of the exciting like accreditation that you launched? Mm -hmm. I was an investment advisor from 2006 until the middle of 2018 implementing the Smith Maneuver for my clients. I sold my advisory uh, in 2018 because it was time to get out to Canadian homeowners coast to coast, let them know about this strategy, give them an opportunity to learn about it, decide whether it's for them or not. 
Uh, so to that end, I came out with my book, Master Your Mortgage for Financial Freedom. That hit number one in 22 categories on Amazon on launch day. And I think that's probably the only time you'll ever hear me brag, Sean. <laughs> but it did very well. I'm doing a lot of speaking engagements for a lot of different groups, personal finance, real estate investment groups across Canada. So awareness amongst Canadian homeowners of the strategy is growing at an exponential rate. And that is fantastic. That was my father's goal to educate Canadians. It is my goal now. But it doesn't do a whole lot of good to get these Canadian homeowners interested about the strategy, looking to implement it, but not have anywhere to go. You know, there's, there's a number of financial professionals out there, regardless of their profession, who have been helping their clients implement, quote unquote, the Smith Maneuver. But there's many, many reports of them doing it incorrectly, inefficiently, just plain wrong. And it's not because these professionals, you know, there's any malice involved here. It's just they haven't taken the time or they, they fully understand it or they think they do, but they don't. So it's important for me to have professionals that Canadian homeowners can go to to help them implement this and be comfortable knowing that they've gone through an accreditation program, the Smith Mover Certified Professional Accreditation Program. So they've been trained in the strategy. I've been training realtors, mortgage brokers, investment advisors, mortgage conveyancers, insurance brokers, and accountants. You know, basically all the different types of financial professionals that Canadians should surround themselves with anyways, whether they're doing the strategy or not. But now, when they come into the website, these homeowners saying, hey, you know, I live in Toronto or I live in Calgary or I, I live in Montreal or wherever they live. I'm looking for a Smith Maneuver certified professional to help me implement this. And then I can connect them with local professionals who've gone through and passed the course in the Smith Maneuver. No, it sounds great. Being able to provide that support to Canadians definitely is very invaluable. And it's been wonderful to receive the accreditation myself and it certainly helped Canadians that way. And by reaching out to Robinson directly, you know that you're working with somebody who really knows the Smith Maneuver and hasn't just read a few chapters of Robinson's books there. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think it's uh, very useful to have. So you briefly touched on this in your last answer uh, here, but can you briefly talk about the various roles that the abbreviated SMCP, so Smith Maneuver Certified Professional, play in the Smith Maneuver? For example, as you mentioned, there's mortgage broker, realtor, accountant, and insurance advisors. So can you briefly just touch on what the various roles that they all play in implementing the Smith Maneuver? Yeah, the mortgage broker, such as yourself, Sean, is, is typically the pointy end of the spear here. If you don't have the appropriate financing on your property, you can't implement the strategy. So we need the right mortgage product. And using an SMCP mortgage broker make, means that you're going to get the right readvanceable mortgage for yourself. There's lots of them out there. None of them are perfect for the strategy, but some are better than others. And it depends on your particular situation, which one is best for you. And that's what your SMCP mortgage broker will determine. So we've got these local teams of SMCP. So the broker, the SMCP mortgage broker knows the SMCP realtor. A lot of times when you refinance your home, you're going to have excess equity in your home. And if you want to buy your first piece of investment property, well, the broker can direct you to the SMCP realtor and the realtor understands what you're doing, right? They're not just going in with the sole objective of, of finding a house, a rental property for you to buy. They know how it integrates into your principal residence with the cash flow dam accelerator, for example. Investment advisor, if you've got, if you've got $900, $1,000, $1,200 to invest on a monthly basis via the Smith Maneuver process, you're going to want to have someone in your corner who understands the strategy and, and understands your goals and your objectives and is able to help you guide you as to what you want to invest in, what you're comfortable, what's suitable and appropriate for you. And insurance, everybody needs insurance. It's a very, very important piece of financial planning. 
Now, not a lot of Canadians will believe that. <laughs> they don't agree with that, maybe, or just haven't thought about it, but it is very important. And having an insurance agent who's, who's trained in the strategy and able to communicate and collaborate with the other professionals that you're dealing with is very valuable. They can do a, an insurance needs analysis and make sure you're all taken care of, you and your loved ones. An accountant, you know, we're dealing with the CRA here. We want to make sure that we're calculating our tax deductions correctly. If you're trying to do that yourself, there's a danger that you're going to miss something. So you're much better off by enlisting these professionals to assist you in all these various aspects that are very, very important. And it's very, very valuable to have all these professionals who are in your corner who know each other and they all speak the same language. They understand where you're going with all of this. So they all play a very important piece. And like I said, I'm busy training up these types of professionals across the country. I had someone pass the course last night. Uh, so now we're up to 53 Smith Maneuver certified professionals in BC, Alberta, Manitoba, Ontario, and Quebec, and the other provinces are coming soon. So it's working out very well, an increasing number of Smith Maneuver certified professionals and an increasing number of inquiries from homeowners to connect them with. That's amazing news. Thanks for sharing that there. And just following up on that question, why should somebody work with an SMCP instead of just a regular mortgage broker, accountant, et cetera, the realtor? investment insurance advisor, why should they work with the SMCP that has that understanding there? Like I remember before Robinson, you said, especially on the accountant side, you said you used to spend so much time just explaining to the clients, accountants, just how the Smith Mover works. I would imagine it's a lot easier to work with an SMCP accountant who understands exactly how it works because it might be a bit frustrating for clients to have to explain it to their own accountant who doesn't really have a clue about that. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, Sean, there are various types of professionals out there. And, you know, when I was an advisor, you know, well over 500 families, sure, some of my clients wanted to use the accountant they'd always used, but they'd just been using them for 5, 10, 15 years, and that accountant knew their personal situation, whatever the case may be. But now the homeowner is implementing the Smith Maneuver, goes back to their accountant, says, hey, I'm doing the Smith Maneuver, just need to let you know for next tax season. And the accountant says, what's the Smith maneuver? You know, or the investment advisor says, what's the Smith maneuver? And now, because you're not using SMCP, Smith maneuver certified professionals, now you're in a position where you as the homeowner has to educate your investment advisor, your accountant, you know, whoever you're dealing with. And a lot of professionals, they're well entrenched in what they do. And they're making a good living. And they know that their business model works. And they just don't take the time to learn about other financial strategies to improve your wealth or to reduce your taxes. Well, in my opinion, that is their job as a financial professional. Their job is to improve the financial lives of their clients. And if they're not taking the time to research various strategies which can help accomplish that, then they're not doing their job. So it's important to work with people who are trained in the strategy because that tells you that they're able to communicate with the other professionals in your life who are also trained in the strategy, but it also tells you that they're the type of professional who goes above and beyond, right? They'll spend the resources, the time to educate themselves in different strategies, which they can then educate their client and help them implement. We've also got the Smith Maneuver, the Smithman Calculator, which the SMCPs all have access to. And so it's it's a real quick process to, to be able to demonstrate to the client, okay, here's your numbers. Here's your income, your house value, your current mortgage. Here's what the Smith Maneuver looks like for you. Here's how fast you're going to be rid of that mortgage, your estimated net worth improvement, all that good stuff. 
No, you've summed it up very well, Robinson. And I really like the Smith Maneuver calculator myself. I mean, I find clients really enjoy seeing their own personal numbers and seeing the results as well, because it's one thing to understand the concept of the Smith Maneuver, but actually see it illustrated in front of your eyes and, and to see how much money that you'll potentially save as well as the size of your investment portfolio. I mean, I definitely think the benefit of having somebody run the calculator for their own personal scenario is, is, is definitely very invaluable. Yeah, it helps with the understanding of the strategy as well. Great. So on that theme there, now, I think pretty much all Canadians want competitive mortgage rates. I mean, we've all pretty much been trained for whatever reason to look for the lowest rate. But as I said many times, the lowest rate can help save you hundreds, but the wrong mortgage product can cost you thousands. That's a bit of a saying I have there with clients. So Robinson, why is the Smith Maneuver about more than simply finding the lowest rate? Why is it more important to find the right mortgage product? And again, why should you work with an SMCP mortgage broker instead of just going to the bank and trying to find the lowest rate and doing it yeah. yourself. You know, it's natural. You touched on it. We're bombarded with advertisements and commercials and all of this telling us that we have to get the lowest rate. That's what we need to do as homeowners. When we're look, looking for a mortgage, we need to get the lowest rate. That's the most sensible thing to do. Well, quite frankly, it's not. And you're saying the lowest rate can help save you hundreds but the wrong mortgage product can cost you thousands is extremely accurate. A lot of people have these blinders on about, I need to get the lowest rate. Well, if you're getting the lowest rate, you're risking having to spend thousands and thousands of dollars down the road. I mean, I don't know what the exact percentage is of, of how many people break their mortgage before their term is up, but it's a very high number. I've heard and six in 10 with a five-year fixed rate, they break their mortgage before the end of their term. There you go. I knew I was talking to the right guy. So you go into a five-year mortgage thinking, I'm going to have this mortgage for five years. I'm not going to have to pay any penalties. I'm not going to break it. Well, then you break it. Life happens. And you know some of the penalties are very, very high because they come at the expense of getting the wrong mortgage or trying to get the lowest rate. I mean, a lot of people choose not to read the fine print. You get these flash mortgage deals, cash back, and all this stuff. You really need to know what you're getting. Now, with the Smith Maneuver, you know, we don't anticipate breaking our mortgage within the five-year term any more than anybody else does, but we may do that. Life happens. But it's about getting the right mortgage product, not the cheapest one, because there are a lot of different scenarios that someone who's implementing the Smith Maneuver may face. They may have the ability to significantly prepay their mortgage on a monthly basis. You know, the cash flow diversion accelerator, the cash flow dam accelerator. Maybe they want to prepay lump sums via the debt swap accelerator. So there's a lot of different things that may come up that the homeowner can take advantage of. And if they've gone and got the lowest rate readvanceable mortgage, they might learn a hard lesson when they want to start implementing some of these accelerators or applying refunds or other cash flow to prepay their mortgage and get it invested. So some banks, they'll only let you double the mortgage payment. And we need to prepay by more than that. Some banks will say, yeah, you can prepay as much as you want up until 15 or 20% for the year. But after that, you cannot prepay, even if you want to, even if you're willing to pay a penalty, we're not going to let you prepay it anymore. And so that severely restricts you. So you really, really do need the right mortgage. No readvanceable mortgage is going to have a rate that is way out of whack compared to reality. This, they're going to be a little bit higher, a little bit lower. That's not the concern. The concern is 
being able to take advantage of the Smith maneuver to the extent that your projected net worth improvement is as high as possible. Do I care if I'm paying $50 a month more with this mortgage? If I can have $200,000 increase in my net worth at the end of the day? No, right? It's a long-term game. And so we need the right product for our particular situation. And that's what the Smith Mover Certified Professional Mortgage Broker does. They look at your situation, say, okay, here's what, where you're at now. Here's where you can go. Here's where you want to go. If we go with this one, you're going to run into problems. If we go with that readvanceable mortgage, now we're talking. No, I agree completely. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> and, <laughs> and certainly, like, we understand you've developed a great questionnaire for individuals who are not SMCP, who do not have that certification there. And I've just heard, like, from firsthand experiences, just clients trying to go into the bank and mention what the Smith Maneuver is, and the bank representative either has no idea what it is or they're not allowed to speak about it. So you're really handicapping yourself by going into the bank. And certainly, I guess, sometimes people think that they've read a book on the Smith Maneuver and they think, I could just go off and do it on my own. Like I'm an expert. I've read a ton of internet forums online. I, I know all that there oh, is. Don't to, get to, me started to, on the internet forums. Rats <laughs> to, nest. Uh, to know about that. But I mean, I kind of compare that to like, I could go online and watch videos on YouTube on like repairing my property, but that doesn't mean that I'm Mike Holmes. So I, I definitely think that it's best to leave some of this stuff to the professionals. So definitely it's better to work with an SMCP rather than trying to DIY it yourself because your mortgage is the single biggest debt of your lifetime. So certainly you don't want to make a mistake with that. That's for sure. Well, you know, and a homeowner wanting to implement the Smith Maneuver, they've got a few options. They can go to their bank that they've been dealing with for many, many years. They can go to a non-Smith Maneuver certified professional mortgage broker, or they can go to a Smith Maneuver certified professional mortgage broker. As far as what it costs the homeowner, where they decide to go for their mortgage, it doesn't change. There's no difference between going to the bank, non-SMCP mortgage broker, or an SMCP mortgage broker, right? It doesn't cost the homeowner anything. Brokers get paid by the lenders. The mortgage specialist at the bank gets paid by the bank. So I like to say, when you're looking to the implement the Smith Maneuver, you can go to the bank and get the wrong mortgage for free. You can go to a non-Smith Maneuver certified professional broker and get the wrong mortgage for free. Or you can go to a Smith Maneuver certified professional broker and get the right mortgage for free. The reality is there are a lot of moving parts that the homeowner doesn't necessarily need to know. Sure, it's great if they educate themselves to the point that they fully understand everything, but they don't need to. These are things that the professionals working in the background need to understand. And if you're a Smith Maneuver certified professional, you do. And when we go to the bank looking for, hey, you know, bill from what, whichever big bank I've been with for a long time. I want to do the Smith Maneuver. I need a readvanceable mortgage. Smith Maneuver, I think I heard of that. I think I know what that is. Anyways, yeah, we got a readvanceable mortgage. Here it is. We're going to put you in it. Well, they're not going to be able to do the analysis. They're not going to be able to recommend the right readvanceable because they're only selling one. They can only sell one. And that's the one from the bank that they work at. And I'm not saying that people who work at banks selling mortgages are irresponsible or don't care, but the fact is that these people are employees and they do not have a fiduciary responsibility to the client. And that means they do not have the responsibility and the requirement to do the best thing on behalf of their client. They're there to sell product and nine times out of 10, it's not going to be the best one for you. So a mortgage broker does have a fiduciary responsibility, whether they're SMCP or accredited or not. But go to one who knows what you need for your particular situation. No, very well said. Like certainly you could try to go to a general contractor to do something 
specialized for your property. Like, I guess you could ask a general contractor to try to put in a furnace or something like that, and maybe they can do it, but it's probably not going to be uh, come out as well as like if you just hire an HVAC expert. So definitely a great point. And uh, we're dealing with something terribly, terribly important here, and that is your family's financial prosperity. And there are a lot of people out there who feel they can do the investing on their own, who feel that it's good enough to go to their bank and get a mortgage, who feel that they can do the accounting. When we're talking about something as important as your family's financial security, when we're talking about mortgage math, when we're talking about investing, when we're talking about dealing with the CRA, it is well worth it to enlist professionals who are trained not only in that profession, but also within the strategy that you're about to implement. If you get these financial professionals who aren't Smith Maneuver certified professional accredited, you're going to run into issues. I've seen it. I've seen it a hundred times. I had 500 families as clients. You're going to be faced as a homeowner and as a taxpayer and as a citizen, you're going to be faced with illness in the family. You're going to be faced with death. You're going to be faced with the prospect of moving a house unexpectedly, unexpected expenses. These things happen in life. And Smith Maneuver Certified Professionals are trained in, okay, if if this scenario happens, how do we deal with it? And if you've got a a non-SMCP mortgage broker or a a bank mortgage specialist who got your financing, they're not going to know what to do in that situation. Same with the investment advisor, the accountant. So it's well worth it to enlist these professionals. Have that peace of mind and know that these professionals are working for you with your strategy in mind. Very well said. I agree completely. Now, Robinson, you often talk about behaving like the wealthy, like from reading your book, you hammer home that point that Canadians aren't naturally taught to think like the wealthy do. We kind of have to learn that ourselves. Uh, Certainly that's the case myself. Like I was always taught that debt is bad and to pay it off as quickly as possible. But as you mentioned, there's good debt and, and bad debt. It really requires like a mindset shift for Canadians. To that extent, what are some common objections that you hear to the Smith Maneuver? I'll just kind of list them out and then you can respond to them. So a common objection that I've often heard is a refinance costs too much money. Like for example, clients might have $10,000 mortgage penalty or, or more. And when they see that mortgage penalty, they don't want to pay that penalty. So what would you say to somebody that says that a refinance costs too much money in terms of the penalty and the legal fees? Yeah, these days, especially sometimes the penalties can be particularly high. And you're going to ask your lender, what's my penalty if I break my mortgage? And frequently, your jaw is going to drop when they tell you and it's not fair. (laughs) I don't think that they're so high, but you can't necessarily look at it as what is this dollar amount? And do I want to suck it up and pay it? Firstly, we have to remember that many times the expense of the penalty into the next mortgage, the readvanceable mortgage. And what that means is if it's a $10,000 penalty, you're going to end up getting that amount invested. That's going to improve your net worth, ironically. you know. So firstly, you're not going to have to come out of pocket to pay that penalty. Secondly, any mortgage broker can do the math. Okay, you've got a five-year term. You've been in it for three years. If we switch mortgages, here's the new rate. What's the savings? And does that beat or match the amount that you're going to pay in the penalty? And that's a value, a dollar value that can be determined and calculated. And even if the answer is no, you know, the savings with the refinance are less than the expense of the mortgage, we have to remember that, you know, if you're not doing the Smith Maneuver, that's a clear cut decision. But if you are, you've also got added benefit that you're going to start to reinvest on a monthly basis, significant sums. You're going to start to reduce your tax bill. So there's added 
value in refinancing and sucking up a penalty if you're implementing the Smith maneuver. So you got to weigh the expense of the penalty with the benefits of the new rate plus the benefits of the Smith maneuver. Now, if, if I decide I don't want to suck up a $10,000 penalty, well, you can also calculate for the next three years because you're not getting to the right mortgage. How much is that in foregone wealth? Because you're not getting invested on a monthly basis until your term finally ends and you can get into the right mortgage without a penalty. And do I want to forego potentially you know, $60,000 in future improvement in wealth because I don't want to pay a $10,000 penalty, which again, doesn't come out of my pocket to pay. It gets rolled in the mortgage. So there's a number of different considerations your SMCP can have a discussion with you with. No, I agree. Like similar to the mortgage rate, sometimes we're taught to think in a way that's penny wise, pound foolish. And exactly to your point there, Robinson, like every time I've run the scenario for clients where sometimes the mortgage penalty, just because they can be so costly with some, I mean, not to say anything bad about the banks, but just because sometimes they can be costly on the side of the banks there. Every time I've run the scenario and then shown like how much investment gains that the client would give up by perhaps waiting that two or three years to wait into the renewal date to switch into the right type of mortgage, like the investment portfolio that they can grow over that time easily like outweighs the cost of the mortgage penalty. I kind of see the mortgage penalty rather than a cost. I see it as an investment, like an investment in yourself, because by investing yourself, you can implement the Smith maneuver that much sooner and grow that investment portfolio to as you mentioned earlier, $60,000 or more rather than losing out on that opportunity cost over those two or three years. Yeah, do the math and recognize that you know what may seem or look like a lot of pain right now in terms of the amount of the penalty, try to get your head around the fact that you're going to forget about that and concentrate on the benefit it's going to provide you in the long term. Great. And a second objection that I sometimes hear to the Smith Maneuver is, I don't know if I'm comfortable maintaining my debt rather than paying it off. And again, it speaks to that old set, like that old school mentality for a lot of Canadians where we've been taught that debt is bad and to pay it off as quickly as possible. Burn your mortgage, similar to the title of my book there. (laughs) But yes, the Canadians have been taught just to pay off their mortgage as quickly as possible. But then when you look at the Smith Maneuver, you're maintaining your debt rather than paying it off. So what would you say to somebody who is having a bit of difficulty wrapping their mind around that concept. Yeah. When I was an advisor, this was the biggest challenge I faced when speaking with prospective clients is, you know, we're not taught anything about money, personal finance in school. So where do we learn it? We learn it from watching our friends or we learn it from watching our parents. And our parents learned it from their parents. And chances are very good that their parents and their parents' parents and et cetera down the line were not personal finance specialists. And so we don't have this solid foundational understanding of money and how it works to start off with. And that's how we begin our young adult life with this mindset that's been ingrained in us. And so we hear debt and we cringe because we've been told that debt is bad. This blanket statement that debt is bad is a dangerous one because there's two types of debt. There's bad debt and there's good debt. And there's a reason they call it good debt. Good debt is money that was borrowed to invest in appreciating assets, and it's very inexpensive because it's tax deductible. There's bad debt because I can borrow it to consume and buy depreciating assets, but it's not tax deductible, so it's relatively expensive. 
And the wealthy understand the difference of these two types extremely well. It's one of the main reasons that they're wealthy. They use debt to their advantage, right? Wealthy people, business and corporations, they use debt to their advantage. You know, you go downtown in Vancouver, Calgary, or Toronto, and you look up at the big, big, high, tall buildings, and you see in lights the name of the corporation which owns the building. Well, they've got two floors of that 60-story building dedicated to managing debt. Managing debt, meaning they're not trying to eliminate it, they're trying to maximize it. They're trying to minimize non-deductible debt, they're trying to maximize deductible debt. There's a balance, but the balance does not come at zero tax-deductible debt. The balance comes at some tax-deductible debt. And so some days, you know, hey, we don't have enough debt. We got to go get more debt if we're going to maximize future financial prospects. And the same goes with households. We need to understand the value of debt, but it's tough. I fully understand that. I recognize that having grown up all our lives, being told that all debt is bad, pay it off as soon as you can, don't get any more. Well, we all know somebody who lives in an $800,000 house who's in their senior years living off fixed income, CPP and OAS, having to watch what they spend. And that's the price you pay when you focus on paying off your mortgage and being clear title and increasing the equity in your home on a monthly basis because the amount of debt you owe against it is decreasing, you're increasing your equity. But if you're not putting it to work, what's it earning you? It's earning you 0%, in fact, less than 0% because of this thing called inflation. So if I've got four, five, eight, $1.2 million of equity earning me negative percent, the wealthy look at that and they cringe and they cry and they gag and they want to run out of the room. <laughs> and this is, what, this is what Canadians need to try to wrap their heads around is if I'm going to become better off financially, I am not going to take the advice of my parents who ended up in difficult financial positions, I'm going to take the advice of a wealthy person. I'm going to do what they did. I'm going to learn what they know. And I'm going to do not to the same extent necessarily, but emulate the wealthy. There's a reason they're wealthy. No, I agree completely. And also to the point of maintaining your debt level, you also have to think in a worst case scenario, like if you wanted to, you could redeem all the investments that you've purchased with the home equity line of credit under the readvanceable mortgage and you could pay off the home equity line of credit in its entirety so like for whatever reason if you decided that of course you see the biggest benefit if you continue on with the smith maneuver for for many years until your mortgage is fully paid off but for if any reason you decided that it's not the right fit for you you could at any time just sell all your investments and pay off the home equity line of credit and you just have like a, a mortgage just like any other standard mortgage so yeah no that's right sean i look at the investment portfolio created as your home equity just elsewhere right you've got this increasing amount of equity on your home and it's worth something but only if you put it to work so when we pull it out of the house to buy assets that's where our equity resides and if at some point in the future like let's say you hit your theoretical mortgage freedom day. Instead of 25 years paying off your mortgage conventionally via the Smith Maneuver, let's say your mortgage freedom day is 16 years. Well, at that point, what that means is you could sell your investment portfolio to pay off all the debt secured by the house and be clear title. And if that's what makes you comfortable, then go ahead and do it. Would I do that? No, personally, because I don't see the value of redeeming assets that are growing at six, seven, eight percent to pay off money 
you know, this investment loan, which only costs me one and a half percent or through two percent, you know, when we factor in deductibility, I'm foregoing that that spread in growth. But if that's what makes you comfortable, then go for it. You know, we all have to sleep at night. And this isn't going to be for everybody. Some people will just not feel comfortable with the concept of maintaining their debt. And we have to let them go in peace because there's a trade-off between how well off in the future do I want to be versus how poorly do I sleep at night now? <laughs> you know, So you need to understand debt. You need to understand the value of it. And you need to be comfortable with the fact that I'm not going to see my total debt go down, but I am going to see my assets rise. Very well said. And on that theme there, another common thing that I hear from clients is boring to invest is too risky. They see it as leverage and they're just not comfortable doing that. They'd rather just invest their own like money that they've saved rather than investing money from the home equity line of credit like is done through the Smith Mover. So what do you say to that, Robinson? Well, that's very common. And here we're seeing the money mindset, which is completely flipped to that of the wealthy money mindset. The wealthy person says, I am going to buy my cars and boats with cash. Therefore, I don't have to accrue this non-deductible expensive consumer debt. I am going to invest with borrowed money. It is very inexpensive because it's tax deductible. And when I invest with borrowed money, that frees up my cash to buy the consumer items. But a lot of Canadians, the majority of the population says, I don't want to borrow to invest. What if my investments go down? Well, you know, firstly, if you're doing it right, you're not taking a flyer on your cousin's internet startup. You're going into something with the guidance of a professional. You're going into something that is relatively stable. Let's go into some blue chip stuff and let's buy something which has a history of increasing in value. But Canadians will say, it may go down in value and I borrowed this money to invest. It may go, well, yeah, it will go down in value. I can guarantee that. Markets go up and markets go down. The value of assets go up and go down. But over the long term, if you're doing it correctly, they go up. We've seen that time and again since 1950s. On the other hand, we Canadians have no problem borrowing to buy consumer items. I really want that sports car. Oh, I've got some equity in the house. Yeah, okay. I can borrow at really cheap rates, right? I mean, face it, rates are relatively low these days. But they have no problem borrowing to buy cars which depreciate in value, to go on vacations which disappear, to buy food and other luxury items or lifestyle items. So these are things that are guaranteed to depreciate in value. So the wealthy do not borrow to consume, they borrow to invest. The wealthy consume with cash, right? Typical Canadians will choose to borrow to consume. So we're doing it backwards and that's part of the process of educating yourself and understanding which way works when we're looking to improve our wealth, looking to create wealth, which way works better? Do I borrow to buy items which are declining in value or disappearing? Or do I borrow to buy items which are increasing in value? Now, some people may not choose to borrow to invest at all. They may understand the differences. They may understand that's the wealthy do, but they may feel they just, they don't want to do it. They're not comfortable doing it. And for those people, don't do the Smith Maneuver. You know, you need to be comfortable when you're coming up with a financial strategy for your family, with a plan. It needs to be something you're comfortable with. And so for the people who still aren't comfortable with borrowing to invest, just don't do it. Well, Robinson, it's been wonderful to have you back on the podcast again today. Before I let you go, can you let the listeners know what of interest that you're working on? And I definitely recommend, maybe you can just briefly tell them about the book as well, because for anyone 
looking for that mindset shift and have a better understanding of the Smith Maneuver. I definitely think it's invaluable to read Robinson's book first because it really lays the groundwork to have that conversation with the SMCP. Well, for more information, they can go to smithman.net. Anybody can go to smithman.net. They can find the book there, Master Your Mortgage for Financial Freedom. We've got the uh, Smithman Calculator, which is available. There's also a homeowner course if people really want to get more in depth. The book itself, as you mentioned, it talks about wealth. It talks about the concept of debt. It talks about readvanceable mortgage, what the strategy is all about, the accelerators that are available to people. It doesn't tell you as a reader of the book, how to do it for yourself, because I don't know who you are. I don't know what type of mortgage you need. And there's different things to consider as regards linking bank accounts and all that stuff, depending on the mortgage. I don't know what you're comfortable investing in, all that stuff. But once you understand the strategy, once you have a good understanding of debt, why it works, how it works, all that, that's when you can go to the smithman.net. There's a link to find or become a Smith Maneuver Certified Professional. And you can write in there, to us and we'll connect you with a Smith Maneuver Certified Professional. Now, that being said, people looking for a broker can contact you directly, Sean. You're an SMCP mortgage broker. Yes. As far as I'm concerned, the important thing is to, is to educate yourself when it comes to personal finances, not only on the Smith Maneuver, but anything you can. You know? And one thing I always like to say is if, if you want to read the book but don't want to buy it, go to the library and check it out for free. But educate yourself and learn the options that are available to you and speak to professionals. If it comes to the Smith Maneuver, we got Smith Maneuver certified professionals that we can connect you with. Okay, perfect. Thanks very much for being on the podcast. My pleasure, Sean. Anytime. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Burn Your Mortgage podcast. Besides being a podcast host, I'm also an independent mortgage broker. If you or anyone you know, family, friends, coworkers, or neighbors could ever use any unbiased mortgage advice or a second opinion, feel free to reach out. Email me at Sean, that's S-E-A-N at burnyourmortgage.ca or call or text me at 647-867-3711 for a free mortgage consultation. Also, be sure to head on over to www.burnyourmortgage.ca and sign up for my free weekly newsletter. As a small token of my appreciation, you'll be able to download my ultimate mortgage checklist on choosing the perfect mortgage. I look forward to hearing from you and helping you with all your mortgage needs. Once again, Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Burn Your Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and leave a rating. Until next time, happy mortgage burning.